can a band look almost too wholesome to really, really rock? They might look it, but Dystopica is not one of those bands. We will check in with vocalist Becky Bordeaux next, right here on Chris Aiken Presents. Chris Aiken presents, and I, of course, am Chris Aiken, and I am super happy to be doing this one today. Uh, there's so many great bands that are out there that people are just now discovering. I don't want to say new bands anymore because pretty much nobody's a new band anymore. It seems like everybody's got a few years under their belts, these guys included. Uh, the band is called Dystopica. They have a brand new EP called uh, Deception. It is out there on Pavement Music, and here to talk all about it and the band is the vocalist of the band, Miss Becky Bordeaux. Becky, how are you? Great. Thank you for having me. Sure. Well, Becky, I got to tell you, I am a gigantic fan of female-fronted bands. And the reason I am is because for the first time, I think, you know, I'm an old guy, as you can see by the beard. But, you know, for the first time with with female-fronted bands, there's diversity in it. You know, it seems like for so many through the 80s and the 90s, everybody sounded like Doro, basically. You know, it was Doro or some sub of Doro. But there's so much diversity in it now that it makes it ex an exciting time. So why don't we start maybe before we even get into the music that you guys make, maybe just give me, give me a little bit of background about your band and how your band came together. Well, um, I formed Dystopica back in 2019. Um, before that, I was covering music. I was in another band, and um, I always wanted to do my own music. So, okay. when I was uh, I was nineteen when I formed the band, and uh, yeah, I started writing music. The first song I wrote was actually "Broken" um, on Perception, and I went from there. Okay. Now, how, how did the how did you find the members of the band? Is it just through trial and error or articles in the paper? Or how, how did you find the members? So I found Eric at a previous recording studio, the first one we went to. And uh, he stayed in the band. He's obviously an awesome drummer. Sure. Um, and then I met Rob, actually, in college. We both okay. went to Western Connecticut State University. So Sure. Very cool. Yeah. Now, how long did it take... And I'm only going based on my knowledge of bands, which I am not in, but how long did it take for it to gel together? You know, more than, you, you know how it goes. You're, when yeah. you first start in a band, you're kind of trying to figure out, do I, do I mix well with this guy or does this guy mix well with that guy? How long did it take before it felt like it was gelling together where you could start writing music? Um, it didn't take long. Actually, I mean, I write all the music, so I just send it to them. I send over okay. the score, and then we get together and record it. Um, it, it didn't take very long. I think it's funny because because of COVID, we haven't played live yet, although right. we will soon. We have gigs lined up. Um, so, like, we would record, but we never actually, like, played like together until recently sure. we started practicing for the live show so and i mean yeah everyone's great so sure how, how did that go when you first the first the first <laughs> time you got together was it real 
Was it real sloppy? Did it, it feel actually, good? Or? It was actually really good because we all know the song. So. Right. <laughs> Very cool. Now, now Becky, I, you know, I, I know musicians all over the place. Connecticut, not exactly a hotbed in the heavy, heavy metal community. It's It's really not known for that. What kind of scene is there where you guys are at as far as hard rock and heavy metal? Is there a scene that we just don't know about, or is it really you guys and no one else, or what? There's a, there's a scene. Um, we have a lot of there's a lot of local um, places to play, like Toad's Place is in here, and um, we have two gigs actually lined up. Um, our first gig is November fifth at the Cellar in Hamden, and our second is uh, December third at Cherry Street in Wallingford. So there's a lot of local places for us to play, a lot of great local bands. Um, so. Yeah. Excellent. Now, now, um, you guys obviously are signed to uh, Pavement, who is making a lot of moves these days, which is fantastic. How did I, how did you guys get their attention, and how did you end up signing with them? Yeah, um, that's it's actually kind of crazy because, uh, um, I saw that they um posted about like taking on bands for promotional services and i sure. reached out and i didn't really think much of it and yeah they got back right away and they wanted to work with us so we've been going from there excellent and, and you know the the interesting thing obviously i think everybody's going to point to plush on that label you know and, and yeah. probably you specifically probably look at that and like okay that's kind of in our wheelhouse you know yeah you, you know um and and obviously they've had a they've had an incredible first year with all the great tours and all the you know the, the hype on the music and and whatnot when you see that do you do you go to the label with that expectation or do you think well that's them and we got to do our own deal and we got to find our own way or how do you look at the label's responsibility to you you know, you did your part. You recorded yeah. a record and you gave it to them. Now, how do you look at the label's responsibility to you as far as what you want them to do for you? Yeah, I mean, that's a, um, I, I understand, like, we're not at Plush's level yet. <laughs> sure. Um, you know, I, so I do expect, you know, them to push us, but I also understand like i we i do i still promote myself like i don't stop what right. we've been doing um even before working with the label we managed to build a decent following so i don't want to stop on that sure so yeah it's just right it just it's goes. just another piece right it's just yeah. another piece to the puzzle sure now now you mentioned that you write uh all of the music yourself um how do you how do you parse out in your own head when you're writing something if it's good enough to become a band thing versus eh, we'll save it for later or maybe not use it at all? Um, well, I get like all these different ideas. Like when I come up with songs, like I don't just sit and decide, oh, I'm gonna write now. Like I usually okay. be doing something else, and like I get like a either a guitar riff or a vocal melody in my head, which is funny because I don't play guitar. Okay. <laughs> I'm really bad at playing guitar. So I, I think of all these guitar riffs and stuff. So I, I just write them and uh, I use new score. I just, um, or what I'll do is when I first think of something, I'll play it on piano Okay. and then I'll record it and then go write it later. Um, 
so I kind of like think of all these random things and then um some I think of like and I'll record myself playing on piano I'll be like uh it's not like that good like I won't use it right now um but there are a lot that I'm like oh this is catchy I'll add to it and then it comes it becomes a song sure yeah. how, how many how many clips are you humming them along <laughs> or whatever do you have on your phone I have quite a few <laughs> yeah that's that that I seems actually, to be everybody's that seems to be everybody's catch-all as they they just are like da 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 yeah, da and, and I, you know, know <laughs> actually I used to not do that I would just have them stuck in my head right but then I forgot some so I'm like <laughs> <laughs> I better start recording it because uh I don't want to forget these so yeah right. Right. Just just don't do like Kurt Hammett of Metallica and lose your phone and lose all yeah, your ideas. You oh know, my that's... Gosh, no. <laughs> I still have on my phone um me playing like narcissist on piano, like some of the songs in the EP, oh, wow. like humming those and playing them out <laughs> in their first iteration. So sure, very cool. Now when when you started when you when once you got the band together. And you you had the ideas for for songs, and you you put the songs together with with the guys. What what is the what is the breakdown on how much they can kind of take what you've given and add their thing? Because obviously, you know, they're they're musicians yeah. too. They want to add their own thing. Oh yeah. And I'm sure it doesn't always match a hundred percent with what you were thinking, or maybe they yeah, you know, especially with drumming. Drumming yeah, is definitely a yeah. different animal. So how much freedom do they have into the music and to where it becomes more collaborative? Yeah. So when it comes to drumming, like I write the steady drum pattern I'm looking for, but I'm not like very specific on fills or anything. So he okay. can, um, you know, add to that. And, and we do change some things like I'll, I'll if there's a, like between him and, and me and the producer, um, who's awesome nick belmore we work with he's our he records our music and produces it and stuff um we'll decide like if there's something like needs to be changed or not like mm -hmm. maybe something's not working so um there's that and then with guitar like i don't write the solos because again i'm not a guitarist so i kind of leave sure. that as his time to shine so he writes those um and then also like i write tab for, um but when I write the tab, sometimes the fingering's a little awkward because I get a lot a guitarist. Right. So uh, he'll change that at times. And um, again, like if we're playing it, like or if we're recording it, and something like we feel like needs to be changed, we'll change it in the uh, studio. But yeah. Okay. Excellent. Now, um, with with um, with the new record, I'm gonna pull this up here for you. Um, you have the you have you have a cool art. You have this cool kind of haunting. It's it's almost like happy and sad all at the same time, or happy and scary more to the point with the with the big spider. Who whose idea was the um, was the album cover here, and uh, who did it for you, or did you do it? Well, that was my idea, but um, the artist who did it was his name's uh, Diego de Souza. Um, he's awesome. He, uh, very talented. So I gave, I told him my idea and he brought it to life. Um, I, it's like funny. I just got this, like, I had this idea in mind. I actually had it kind of as a single artwork for another song that I ended up 
not even putting on here or like the, okay. I, we didn't even record yet <laughs> right. but i i just love this idea and like the the rose with the spider so yeah. yeah very cool well one of the first songs that you've shared with people as far as putting out there and putting the video out for was the song for you which is a very cool song and it really Thank you. I, I think listening to the whole as somebody that's heard the whole thing i think it really does encapsulate what you guys are doing um, talk a little bit about this song and about the video shoot. Yeah, so it's funny. This song we actually recorded while we were recording the stuff for our first EP, Perception. Right. So I actually did the vocals for this before I even did the vocals on our song Trapped from our first EP. Like I did them the same week. Okay. Um, so this one we kind of like we had recorded first. I mean, we were just sitting on it. Um, I really like this song. It's a little slower for us, but I it just I really like the lyrics I chose for it and the music and everything. Um and I with for the video, I mean, we I wanted a video that could follow up to our seasons music video, which I right. love. Um and we decided to go to um Brooklyn, New York to shoot it. Okay. And I love like that's so where we have the skyline in the background and stuff. So it's so cool. Um, yeah. Sure. Did did you guys shoot it yourself or did you hire somebody? No, we, to come we, in and do we that had or? we hired someone to do that. Okay. Um their uh name is like they the business is subculture films and, and they're good. They're really good. So uh yeah. Okay, excellent. Well, let's check it out right now. We'll uh, we'll give people a taste of it. Uh, the name of the song is for you. It is uh, Dystopica, and we will be back with Becky Burdeau right after this, right here on Chris Aiken Presents. Is that really the case? Because my patience only been so far before it starts to break. Your words of reason. That was For You, brand new song from the band Dystopica, from the Deception EP, which you can see the cover on right there. That's the one you should buy. And when I say buy, I mean buy. Don't just don't just stream it, for God's sakes. Help these guys survive, all right? It's out there now on Pavement Music. Uh, you should definitely check it out. And uh, joining us to talk all about it is uh, Becky Bordeaux from the band. And Becky when people hear your band for the first time, it's always going to get comparisons. And, and that's not just your band. That's yeah. any band, any band. Everybody's always saying, well, you know, if you like this or you like that, you know, this is what you'd like. I always think that's completely unfair because what it does is it sets a, it, it sets an expectation on a lot of different ways that can go wrong for a band. If, if somebody says, well, you, this band sounds like ginger, 
and they don't like ginger, they won't listen to it. Or, or if they do like ginger, but it doesn't really match that, then they won't like it just because it doesn't match. I think it's incredibly unfair personally, but for you in a new band, do you a like, or hate that or B wish that people would just turn it on and listen? It's hard. Well, for me, like, if someone because I've been asked like, oh, what does your band sound like? I, you know, mm-hmm. it's hard to even put because like I'm inspired by all sorts of genres of metal. Like I, my favorite band's Iron Maiden, so uh, I, I try to incorporate some of like the um, classic heavy metal elements. Like I have the two guitar parts, um, and. I try to incorporate some like newer metal elements. Like I also, I love Mastodon and like progressive okay. metal. So it, it's like, it's funny because we do get comparisons at times, but they're all different. Okay. <laughs> so like, it's not one band. It's like, I, I've heard all sorts of things like, you know. Sure. So, definitely. Like now, some now, people, yeah. Oh, now I, some I people, have to- Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say, like, like for like some people will say like the guitars sound like in flames, which I love in flames. Sure. Um, but it's like it's just interesting because then it's like, and then other people will say something else. So, right. Sure. Well, and and you know what? And again, I'll go to what I said before. People shouldn't make the comparison. They should just listen. Here, take a listen and see if you like it. I mean, it's almost like that's a lost art all by itself. Um, you know, these days yeah. that, that people don't just listen to music anymore. They're always looking for the, everybody's looking to be, or to find the next fill in the blank, you know, yeah. and that's, it's really not very fair at all. I, I think, think that's, yeah, it's also hard. Cause like, I think, cause we, all, it's good that we sound different, but then it's also like, we don't sound like anyone. So then it's hard for people to sure. kind of like figure out like you know what is this right Right. certainly is now now um becky i i'm I'm gonna compare you to somebody in this one comparison which is kind of not and it's not a vocal it's an actual look you look fairly wholesome you know you you have that wholesome girl next door look and it reminds me very much of um vicky Sarakis of um the agonist I don't okay. know if you know yeah, her I, or not, I know, but I know her. She she yeah. looks very wholesome as well, and and just like her, when you you know you you open your mouth and it's like <laughs> you know it's it's like whoa, what else comes out? <laughs> yeah, you know. Do you get that a lot where people are surprised by oh, your yeah. voice and the the style that you attack with? Oh my gosh, yeah, all the time. I mean, people don't even think I like seeing me that I listen to metal. Never mind, right. write and sing it. So it's it's just funny, you know, like, people like oh, you sing in a metal band? Like, <laughs> well, I, I'm not gonna lie. The the first time I got your press release from your from your publicist, I looked at the picture of the band. I said, oh, that's probably not gonna be heavy enough for me. You know, I I just <laughs> thought it was gonna be you know college rock or something. And then yeah. I listened to it. I was like, whoa, where'd that Thank come you. from? <laughs> you know, which is yeah. very cool. Now now. Going forward, Becky, obviously, man, you 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 have expectations, you have things that you want to accomplish with deception. Uh what what a year from now when I talk to you, it's gonna have done whatever it's it's done. Yeah. What's gonna what's gonna be the difference between you saying this was a successful record or 
didn't get where I wanted to get with this record? That's hard to say. Like, you know, I don't want to, I guess I want it to take us further than like, I mean, perception is great and all. And I, I love, I love both EPs. Um, sure. I feel like we evolved with this, with deception. Um, I feel like as a songwriter, I'm getting stronger and as a band, we're getting um, stronger together. So, and I feel like we really found our sound with this one. So I'm, I'm just hoping that it can take us further than perception. And, and this is, you know, I mean, we'll still put out new music, you know, a year from now, we'll have something else out, you know, sure. I mean, not, not maybe not an EP, but at least a single or something. Sure. <laughs> but I, I want this EP to take us further than the first one has. Okay. That makes sense. Now, touring is obviously the, the zillion dollar question these days with people because a, you know, there's still COVID hangover out there. They're really, yeah. and, and, I mean, you can tour now, but it, it really seems like I've been to a few shows since COVID and it, it really seems like people are afraid to go out. It just does. I mean, it's even big bands that I would expect to fill small rooms are not filling the small rooms for a, for a, a, a baby band like your band, how how much can you tour, or do you have to wait to get onto a package tour of some sort, or or what what are you guys looking at as far as making touring plans? Well, to start, I mean, we haven't played a show yet, so right. <laughs> we're starting local. We're just going to start with some uh, local <laughs> gigs, and then we will. I am eventually hoping to get on a tour um the other issue is that we all work you know right. so like <laughs> how do we yeah. you know we gotta stop the day job to go on tour um but you know that's something i would love to do and i look forward to it's just that right now for the fall we're just gonna start locally um i actually have two guys in the because as you know our band is the three of us so we got mm-hmm. rob on guitar eric on drums uh, we need a bassist and second guitarist for live. So I actually okay. got two awesome guys in the Connecticut scene, metal scene, okay. to help out. Sean Valet and uh, Lucas De La Porta. Okay. So, yeah, it's so we're going to start with this. And then eventually we'll hopefully hop on some tours and stuff soon. Sure. So, All yeah. right. Here, here's the hard question. What does it take? what kind of offer or what, what does it take where you say, okay, I'm willing to quit the job. And I mean, is it a certain length of time? Is it a certain tour? Is it, we could do 10 dates with, I don't know, guns and roses or something that would be in front of a, you know, half a million people in 10 days. Or, I mean, what would it take for you to say, okay, I'm quitting the job because I I have to do this. I mean, I, you know, I would stop. You're ready right now. (laughs) I'm ready to just get up. I'm just ready to leave. But uh, the other band members, um, not so much. So it's also hard, too, because a lot of the big opportunities are buy-ons. Sure. And I, you know, some of it's Mm -hmm. like really expensive, you know, I I can't. So, you know, I mean, we can go to Europe and open for like 
anthrax or something for this crazy amount (laughs) but like (laughs) you can't do that right now so right how sad is it that that's what it has become now is that everything is a buy you almost have to you have to mortgage your future hoping to make it in an industry where physical product which it used to be the lifeblood doesn't sell very much yeah it's hard yeah I get it. You know, it's I, I have friends that have that have gone and done buy-ons with with certain bands. I won't say the bands, I don't want to smack them either, but yeah. you know, that they've done the thirty, forty thousand dollar buy-on. They've played twenty dates with a band, they come back broke and broken up as bands because they just that's it. Yeah. You know, you if you don't make it huge off of that, that's the end. But hopefully, hopefully you'll find the right tour and and you know, once you guys are are ready to get out there. You'll get on the, on the right tour or, or maybe, maybe it isn't touring. Maybe it's, you know, I, I mean, and, and I'm sure you've probably thought about this, but maybe it's the weekend out to Rocklahoma or the yeah. weekend out to M3 or, you know, where you take a couple of vacation days and blow out for four days and, and do it that way. Does that make more sense? You think in your yeah, mind? Yeah, I mean, that would, that's definitely um, better. Like that's definitely what I was, um, I'm thinking of like I prefer a weekend sort of tour thing. Sure. Um, but yeah, it's hard. <laughs> I get it. Yeah. <laughs> I I don't I don't envy you guys. And I you have have you toured before even with or with with other bands? No, I haven't. I've okay. just yeah. I I used to just do local shows. So okay. Yeah, I I wouldn't want to do it. <laughs> <laughs> I could just tell you I I've traveled with some bands here and there and. Oof. Just the sleeping in a in a car. No, yeah. thank you. It's not fun for me. But I don't have the passion for the music that you do. So maybe you'll you'll be more into it. I guess. But <laughs> nice. Well, Becky. Um. Obviously. Um. This new release that you have, Deception. It is. It is available. People should definitely check it out. And uh, you have a you have another video that is out there for the um for the song Narcissist. What can you tell me about this video? Um, for Narcissus, we just recorded it in the um, in the studio where we actually we record all our music um, at Dexter's lab, and okay. we just shot the video in that studio. Um, and basically, for that one, like there's not a lot going on, like with like all the like props and like you know that cutaway kind of stuff. It's more mm-hmm. of just like us playing, which I like for that song. Sure. So it's got more of like a, um, like a raw, like playing live kind of feel sure. to it. And uh, yeah, I I, th- I like the way the video came out, and sure. it was fun people... shooting it. <laughs> right. Sure. Well, uh, for people for people that want to keep up with your band or learn more about your band or connect with you or buy buy merch, all that stuff, where should we send them to? in order to um to keep up um they can find us on facebook instagram um our the music is available on spotify apple music itunes uh obviously we have the videos on youtube you can buy the cds online at like retailers like target amazon um cd universe fye and more um you can find our first EP on Bandcamp and okay. we also have our stuff on like SoundCloud and stuff. So yeah. So just look, you'll find you, right? Just spell the <laughs> name right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you can just, 
you could just search it on Google. I mean, like, there's just not really. That's what's good, I guess, about having like a a not real word band name, right? Because there's <laughs> really not too much attached to it, except for us. So, right, excellent. Although I, I'd imagine half the people spell it wrong and get the Megadeth album, but that's yeah. that's yeah. probably the only thing that happens wrong. But so what if if you're right. that that can't hurt either. If well, if if all the searches are you and Megadeth, I guess it puts you in a good spot, right? That'd be yep. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Well. One more time, the album or the EP is called Deception. It is Dystopica. And uh, Becky, thanks for so much for joining me here on Chris Aiken Presents. Well, thank you for having me. You want others to feel your pain. heavy metal banter about the more modern bands of today then you need to be checking out talk to me that's right you need to be doing it featuring the one the only well maybe not either of those two but uh one of the bassists of primer 55 mr joshua Toomey, as well as yours truly we dig deep into today's modern heavy metal world to bring you the best podcast in the goddamn game so you should be watching Get Talk To Me at YouTube.com NotFest or wherever you get your favorite audio podcasts. New episodes come out every Thursday in audio form and on Fridays on YouTube over there at NotFest. Make sure you are tuned in. Talk To Me on NotFest.com. Subscribe today.